Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hitting and quitting it faster than Rajon Rondo quitting on Rick Carlisle. It's the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. Joining me, as always, is my fellow Mavs fan for life, Ruben Tomas, a.k.a. at Reddit Mavs. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing great, man. We had a crazy win last night, and we'll get to it later, but yeah. Absolutely. All the way from Los Angeles, but we won't hold it against him, our featured writer at MFFLs.com, who wrote a great recap on said Mavs Bucks game at Ultralight Beam. Tim, how are you, sir? Doing all right this morning, fellas. Glad to be back after like a month on hiatus. Absolutely. There's some stories we want to hear about this month, but lurking in the shadows as always, correcting our stats, and he doesn't see the number three. He only sees Dale Earnhardt at Edmund the Slayer. Grant, how are you, dude? So first you slander Rondo, and then you slander Dale Earnhardt in the same <laughs> intro. No, I just said that you can't see the number three. You just see Dale wherever you see the number three. Oh, well, that is true. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, Tim, great recap on the Mavs-Bucks game. An absolute awesome read. You guys should check that out, mffls.com. But we're burying the lead here. Burying uh, the lead. <laughs> Tim got attacked by a bear. So our very own Revenant story. Uh, we need to hear this story, Tim. You, uh, I, I believe you hurt your ankle I, I got to know the details, bud. Please let our listeners know what the hell happened with you and this bear. So from everything, oh, I've been posting a bunch about the ankle on Twitter. I think it ended up being like a grade three sprain, but okay. so thankfully no break. But what happened was I was in a wedding in Salmon, Idaho, or North Fork about 15 miles away. Like sure. it's a town of about, 25 people outside of the big town of salmon which is about 3,000 people um so in a wedding back up backed up to a mountain i posted pictures on twitter i guess sure. for reference again i'll post them later today great but during the reception so i am a bridesman in this wedding for the first time in my life during the reception a few of us decide uh you know we're gonna take a quick break after you know the dj starts and all the events and speeches and everything are over we're going to take a break there's a hot spring like literally on this mountain backing us up about two-thirds of the way up this hill um and we get about two-thirds of the way to it and we start hearing some rustling and we start looking over and there's a goddamn bear down (laughs) (laughs) what what kind of bear are we talking here was it could you see it clearly these are black bears where we were at there's not oh, a ton of grizzlies and that's just one of the guys we were with is like half native american is actually like a sport guide when he's like not doing whatever he does i just sure. met like half of these people for the first time so yeah like i said um we're about a couple hours deep into a wedding reception at this point so <laughs> take from that what you will and 
I'm still in dress shoes and we're hiking up a mountain. <laughs> that's when we just, yeah, that's when we decide, all right, slow visibility. This is a bad idea. We hear what we just heard and we hear something rustling and the rustling just keeps getting more closer and closer. Eventually cell phone flashlights and the one flashlight we had, we see it. We're like, all right. He's like, nobody panic. It's just guarding the den time to hustle. And you know, we booked it back down. And like I said, I'm in men's warehouse dress shoes. We <laughs> are booking it back down, not sprinting, but going fast enough. I get to one of those little, uh, one of the steeper parts where you don't jump down, but you take one of those quick, like one, two, three, and then catch yourself on the not so steep part. And sure. Didn't see a branch. No. It basically looked like how Dirk would roll his ankle every three games, (laughs) but, but, but I'm not Dirk. I don't have bionic ankles that were manufactured in a German warehouse. so. (laughs) So yeah, thankfully it, that point of the night which is probably why it got worse that night i wasn't feeling any pain it's uh, good you know it's good that once, just the the love that you were feeling in the air from the reception was why you didn't feel any pain in your ankle yes the bear was feeling pain though i think he was emotional about not being invited to be the ring bear <laughs> <laughs> very uh, well, very, yeah. very well pun nicely done and yeah so i woke up the next day at about Woke up the next day at about 6.30 back at the hotel and look over at my foot, or I look at both my feet, and just one looks like a fucking balloon and one looks normal. <laughs> and I'm just like, all right, this is fun. And so, yeah. I'll repost some pictures on Twitter today, but it was pretty gnarly. Uh, Sounds unbearable. Okay, thank you, Tim. Thanks for sharing that with you. So <laughs> it's just all too the much puns. to bear. Uh, well, I'm hoping that you recover from that grizzly injury, uh, but thankfully, oh, no. no no injuries for us today, and luckily, we didn't face the Grizzlies. So, let's go over the four games uh, the Mavericks have just played. Uh, we played the Suns, the Kings, the Clippers, and the Bucks, and this is easily the weirdest two and two I would have expected uh, as far as a record for this. Uh, the Suns, it was the Cameron Payne revenge game. I guess like he's just like you invite me to summer league and I'll punish you for, I don't know the Suns. who would have guessed they're what five and oh. Yeah. They're five and as of today. Yeah. I didn't know well, they, I didn't know they couldn't get something in the loss column. Like they are surprising everybody. Nicely done. They uh, started off the year really hot. Sorry. They started off the year really hot. And then is Aiden it because of that. the sun? Yes. And then, <laughs> then Aiden got the suspension and Ricky Rubio has really turned that uh, offense around. Give him credit where credit's due. Totally. They actually have a couple of adults in the playroom now. So uh, now we got uh, we had the Kings following that. Uh, a sloppy game. I've been really unimpressed with the Kings. There's no reason this should have gone to overtime. But we at least, uh, you know, diverted from our normal trend of uh, collapsing in overtime. Uh, it was really good practice, especially uh, for this Bucks game that came up as well. Um, we'll do a quick recap of the Clippers. They're good. All right. So now yeah. let's get to this Bucks game. This Bucks finally, game, absolutely. Yes. Holy hell. It was probably, it's the best game in the bubble for me so far, uh, as far as just sharing entertainment value. Um, it was, it's as if it was 
written. Like it was almost as if it was scripted. Uh, the there was so much goddamn tension. There was a lot of ebbs and flows. The leads was were changing back and forth. Um, I didn't realize just how good Milwaukee was. I mean, I knew they were the best in the East, but I still have this Western Conference bias of not really thinking the East is that good. So whenever I hear like the best East, it's kind of like tallest short person. You know, that's how I've always kind of felt uh, with Eastern Conference uh, as of recently, especially since LeBron's out of there. But damn, are they good? Like that is just a well-constructed team. Brooke Lopez is the quietest 30-point scorer ever. Like, I didn't, he had a double-double in, like, the second quarter. Like, it was insane. He was absolutely on fire. He was just so goddamn good. Um, or in, yeah. 21 points in the second quarter alone, which is just, I, I don't know how all of, I feel like all of it were threes, but. Um, that was a, that was a career high for a quarter for him, by yeah. the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, like, still, he tends to get career highs against the Mavs. Seems like yeah. it, right? But I mean, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the stat sheet right now, and I'm like, like Tim Hardaway was off, Seth was off, you know, right. uh, fucking a local hero, like you know, um, just Dallas sports hero now. Trey Burke was off, like, oh yeah, shooting terribly between the three of them. At least you know? he didn't shoot as bad as he did in the Clippers. He was zero for seven. Uh, in True, the... you know, but I'm mean, like Dorian Finney Smith fucking just turned it on. Mm-hmm. Going six for twelve from three, which is insane. Like this is Dorian. We've been, I think, most Dorian of Finney Swish. Yeah, I mean, you know, I feel like most of Mouse Twitter have been, uh, you know, kind of lighting in, lighting it in on him a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. as of late. Um, but he's not, not me. I know, not you, but I'm saying like he's not really a shooter, really. So, you know, usually he's not really a shooter. But I mean, like, you know, Chris Hall's fouled out. You know, Giannis fouled out, which was crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just overall just a crazy game. Like, I remember I was watching it, and I was like, oh, my God, dude, if you win this, if you win this, if you win this, like, I'm going to be insane. Like, the re- like I, I went to bed at, like, 2 and woke up at 7. So, and I'm still, like, wired <laughs> from this game. We're recording at, like, 1130, guys. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the high has not worn off. No, it's... not at all. Like... <laughs> Boban didn't play. Like, Boban, Bo, yeah, Boban Berea didn't play. I figured Michael Kidd Gilchrist got some got some time. Like, yeah, yeah, he he got in just enough for an offensive rebound and a turnover. So, uh, <laughs> uh, but weirdly, plus four, plus minus is such a weird stat for me. I, I still I still don't quite understand. Uh, a fun little uh, quick stat for you guys: Dorian Finney-Smith true shooting percentage sixty seven percent. Fucking insane. That's so good. That is very good. He had a double-double, uh, <laughs> dude. <laughs> he was – oh, man. And he was just a defensive pest all day. He is like – this is – I'm sorry. I called this shit. I'm going to go ahead and pat myself on the back. I said if DFS steps it up, we are we are contending. And sorry, like that's that was the best finals preview I could ever hope for. Uh, I'm not necessarily calling that, but I think I just am. it's cool to see us – play against top competition and not wilt. By the way, everybody was knocking down free throws. Whatever they've been doing in practice, it has clearly paid off because that was where we definitely, uh, like we were in that Clippers game until just we were just bricking free throws left yeah. and right. So they, they've clearly made that a priority and they are killing it. Um, and I mean, of course, like Luka Doncic, like oh, 36 yeah. points. <laughs> Doncic, 36 <laughs> points. 14 rebounds, 19 assists with only two turnovers. 90% how, from free throws. How the fuck? Like, <laughs> and his, 
his biggest bucket or his biggest buckets were those two free throws, which how many times have we seen him Dude. go like one for two in a final minute and he drills both like he has ice in his veins to tie that thing up. I closed my eyes. I couldn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want to, I don't want to, like, I don't, I, just, I didn't want to hear like the clank. I didn't want to see the clank. Absolutely. Hearing it would be okay, but seeing, you know, seeing it would have been like, oh shit. <laughs> he just seemed locked in uh, from, from the get go. Uh, yeah. he, he really, uh, the thing that makes him so amazing is just, it's clearly his court vision, but it is seeing passes. It's weird. He sees passes on the court that I don't see from a bird's eye view. It's absolutely insane. Like it's some of the, wild. some of his dishes to people that are, there was one where he just kind of hesitated in the air at, and then gave it to DeLon Wright that was driving. Like it, it did it's clearly wasn't drawn up that way, but it still worked. And DeLon Wright did the, the, the most gentle dunk I've ever seen in my life. It was a two-hander just caress into the rim, um, which, yeah, that, that should, that, <laughs> I would have loved to hear the announcers. And a soft caress into the right, rim like... from DeLon Wright. Oh, man. It necessitated a golf club. Wild. God. Yeah, the well, Luca me... pass between the legs. Oh uh, God! Overtime was absolutely That's all over Twitter stuff. today. You know, all, all last night. Just well, and I mean, he had he set his personal high for for assists. He almost he almost had. I don't understand oh, how a guy's not on in MVP contention. I'm not saying he's MVP. I understand like there's there's different things. There's win shares, whatever. But like in the bubble, he's had a 20 point game, and he damn near had a 20 assist game. Like, it's rare that you have a player that does both, but has had triple doubles in both of the games that I'm mentioning. It's absolutely insane. He is, and he's limiting his turnovers as well. Um, I think another part is just, you know, when this offense is clicking and they're hitting from outside, like, I mean, I would say that, let's see, I don't, I don't have the stats in front of me, but I got to imagine at least three to five of those assists were to Dorian Finney-Smith, it feels like. And, I mean, don't have the stats to back that up, but I'm not going to look at it because I'm a terrible host. Anyways, so regardless, great win. It's good to see the Mavs not choke to top competition. Um, it's good to see them, uh, you know, eke out wins where otherwise they would wilt. Um, I'm just really impressed with how this team's developing. And, you know, I'm excited for whoever we match up with. Uh, Grant, what were those uh, – what was the possibility of us possibly taking the third or – Fourth seed? Six. six seed, six seed. So Utah has to lose their next two games, which we play them Monday, and then we would have to win against Utah on Monday. We'd have to beat the Blazers on Tuesday and then the Suns on Thursday, but the Suns are like red hot. So are the, the Suns. So yeah. are the Trailblazers, man. I'm sorry. Dame Lillard has been an absolute man amongst boys. I mean, he choked on or yeah, I wouldn't even say he choked yesterday. I'm sorry. His back's probably hurting carrying that whole damn team. But, man, he is – you can just tell he is just locked into that next level of playing uh, that we just don't see from guards all that frequently. I mean, just the, the swagger that he has and his ability to create and just get his own shot, he, he's my favorite non-Maverick. He's just – and I also, I think a good portion of why I like him so much is because he's, you know, been very clear he wants to stay in Portland and win on his own. And there's just something about that that just rings true to Dirk's mentality. I'm just like, yeah, I like Portland. that. Yeah. Like if he, if he resigns with Portland and becomes a lifelong Portland guy, I'm buying a Dame Lillard jersey. It's going to happen. 
Yeah, he's, and he's, even he even brought us the uh, most TMZ moment in the bubble so far yesterday with his beef with Paul George. At least the most <laughs> TMZ moment since uh, chicken wings. But they have. Did you see they have like girlfriends and wives going back? Yes, and forth bro, they're going at it on now. Instagram. Yeah, it's like it's getting really personal. And uh, I mean, yeah, you know, PG, you know, PG's a great player, but he's a weird dude. It feels like. Dude. Oh yeah. But I mean, he's, he's, you know, battled for battled against LeBron James for Eastern conference championships and Damian Lillard's, you know, just choked game sevens and let TJ carry them. So, I mean, he he sent PG home last year. So it's true. That's true. That is true. But he went three of seven in game seven or three of 17 in game seven of last year too. As long as you hit the one that counts, right? (laughs) I guess so, right? CJ was hitting all the ones that counted that. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, yeah Dame, Dame is just you know Mario Chalmers with a green light. Hot <laughs> takes, man. Jesus, sorry. Uh, uh, enough, enough. Uh, Dame slander for me. It's today. like Twitter, bro. He's gonna go after you too, bro. <laughs> That's fine. Shows where his priorities are. God. <laughs> Listen, it's not often that someone drops fifty and then a hot mixtape. So, uh, then- moving on. <laughs> That's the worst segue I could think uh, of, but hey, guys, we're all getting reps here, okay? Listen, I was a rookie, you know, four weeks ago, so uh, I'm still still making this you work, mean you, okay? You mean you didn't like Shaq's mixtape back in the day? <laughs> hey, yeah, man, yeah. I, I would rock some Shaq foo. Um, <laughs> man, I know Shaq would be the worst goddamn player to make in Scrabble. He's just like, Shaq-adicious. I'm like, goddamn, like, <laughs> fucking 50-point word, Shaq. But you're a doctor, so I can't argue with you. Stop playing Shazam. How did you get all the Z's? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Hey, guys. This is Ruben again. Um, you know, there's no shortage of action going on with our partners over at betaline.ag. You know, it's great because the sports world is slowing to come back, right? Especially with the NBA. Um, and that's great for us because we are an NBA podcast and more specifically a Dallas Mavericks podcast. Um, but that's not all though. Like at betonline.ag, they have UFC, they have boxing, they have NASCAR, which I know Grant is super excited about. And they have international soccer, meaning Bundesliga and EPL happening um, as of right now. And BetOnline has the best odds and lines for these upcoming games and matches. And if you need more, BetOnline, they do simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC games and matches uh, happening live every day. Um, and that's mostly for like devout, devout gamblers who, you know, that's something they can check out. Um, and it's cool because BetOnline also offers hundreds of live casino games, poker tournaments, and they have the best props in the business. So you can visit betonline.ag on your computer, on your tablet, or on your phone, especially while you're listening to this podcast. And if you join now, you can receive a welcome bonus. Um, so remember, betonline.ag, your online wagering experts. Uh, real quick, before we get into questions, uh, so like I said, we're wanting to do a little bit more beer stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of y'all may not know, I'm trying to do a 90 days uh, sobriety challenge. I'm on day 76. Uh, I've been uh, making that work. 
Um, not so much to make that public, but something I wanted to uh, reach out to some folks. Um, I, I've discovered this, this new product. It's called Hoplark. It is non-alcoholic. It is hop-infused sparkling tea. Um, it's one of the coolest beer substitutes I've ever drank. It's super delicious. And so if you are out there and you're just wanting to take a break from beer for a minute, uh, that's something that I would highly suggest. This isn't a paid ad. I just thought it was uh, really fucking good. And I, you know, want to shout that out, shout them out. To the, they're, they're from Colorado. Um, they're a smaller business. Hey. And that would be a cool thing. If you guys wanted to purchase something from them, you can purchase stuff from their, directly from their website. They might have some stuff uh, in various convenience stores, but just wanted to shout out Hoplark. It's cool, man. Yeah. I love beer, so. <laughs> Dude, it, it's so good. No, and it's just like, awesome. it's a good little, uh, it's a, a good intermission drinking yeah. if you're having a big yeah, session yeah. about it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, awesome. <clears throat> so anyways. All right. So it sounds like we've got a boatload of questions from our listeners. And I think it's going to be a lot about the game and a lot about just our fantastic Mavericks. So let's, let's jump into it. Ruben, go ahead and kick us off. All right. Let's see. Okay. So, again, we have, like, 27 questions, guys. You guys balled right. out for this. Fucking uh, Nurkic. Let's do this shit. Okay. All right. Let's go. Uh, Mavsaholic Ghostface Drill 1 asks, and this is probably more a question for you guys because I don't know basketball, but what is your ideal fourth quarter rotation start to finish? Mm. Uh, this is a great – I know Grant – I saw Grant's, Grant has the little light bulb just, like <laughs> – I didn't see this question. Yeah, he's, he's, our, he's our schemer. Um, uh so you want to go first, Don? Yeah, I mean, ideally, uh, I like the balance of having Maxi and Kristaps in the same lineup. Uh, so for me, I would go – I just think really closing out defensively is really where we should have our priority. So, I mean, like for me, closing out, I would say Kristaps, Maxi, Dorian, Luca, probably Tim, Tim Hardaway. That would be who I would close out with. So I would do Seth, uh, Tim, Dorian, Luca, KP, and then have 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 Dorian kind of switch between three and four on offense and defense. I see that. Okay, interesting. We best best uh, defense is you know a good offense. Okay. Timmy, have anything to add? Yeah, I'd say DFS. Timmy Jr., Luca, and KP for sure. And for that fifth spot, I want if we're up by like five, it depends. If we're up and we're trying to defend, you probably get Maxi in there. But if we're trying to like make up ground, if we're down five or six, I'll go with Seth. Just depends okay. on situation to match it up. So, but yeah, sure. I'd, I'll just alternate, rotate. Uh, yeah, Kleber and Curry, depending on whether we have a lead or whether we're trying to score to catch up. Cool, cool, cool. Awesome. Good call. No one said Trey Burke, weirdly enough. I know. No one, no one put so Trey Justin, Burke in there. Oh, I forgot. Justin Jackson. Just yeah. Him and no one else. One on five. No, <laughs> please, no. Okay. Man, he missed the dunk earlier. I'm like, man, Justin, I want to like you so much. I know. He can't uh, score one on zero right now. Like, my fiance loves him just because he, he just looks nice. And I'm like, he's, sure, he's really nice, but. You need to get some yeah, mean in him, man. Come on. No, please. Just He's like, so gentle around the basket. Just know, dunk that shit. You're 6'8". God damn I have it. A soft spot. I have a soft spot for all North Carolina guys because of P.D. Pablo. So. Okay. Sure. That's fair. Not Jordan, <laughs> but specifically P.D. Pablo. <laughs> yeah, not <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> all right, next question. Ooh. Let's go. All right. Zen Smoke asks – it's probably another Grant question because Grant knows all these like just random-ass people. 
random, random players. But um, who are some lesser known role players? Maybe guys that have been slept on they think would fit in well with the core. Like younger guys who could, you could kind of get for cheap that maybe could be borderline all-stars playing with Luka and KP. Uh, who would you like and what would, who do you think we'd have a realistic chance at? You stumped me when you said fringe all-star because we're in the West. So that's kind of a, that's kind of a lot to ask for, but some people yeah. I look at uh, coming up this free agency, definitely Derek Jones Jr. is someone I really want. Um, and I can't remember which one of the Grant brothers it is, but uh, Jareen or Jeremy Grant is also a free agent. I would love to see him get some uh, play because, you know, he's kind of one of those rim-running guys who actually plays defense. Uh, and we apparently love those kind of guys, so I would love to see one of those. And uh, since, we're, since we're on that topic, I'll go ahead and throw Tristan Thompson, even though he's not really one of – he's not young or anything, but Tristan Thompson would be absolutely perfect in the system. Yeah, I, I've, been, I've had my eye on Derek Jones Jr. for a while, so – that's like the dude that I would want just because he's a, such a fucking freak. Like we a had a freak. trade. Like we yeah, traded we for did, him, yeah. but it fell through. Yeah. We almost got Kelly Olenek instead. And I'm I, was sure actually, that... I was actually watching Jeremy Grant in that uh, Nuggets uh, jazz game yesterday, which, by the way, what a fucking back-to-back combo of games we had between that and uh, – yeah. You could say that and the Mavs-Bucks game might have been the two best games in the bubble when they happened back-to-back. But, yeah, I was watching Jeremy Grant, and I'm like, you know what? He'd look good here. Like ever since ever since his OKC days, like I just want that. Like he's like Powell, but defense. Yes, exactly. I got one more. I don't know if he's gonna end up being a free agent because Minnesota should pay him, but Malik Beasley also. Oh yes. That's a good one. Yeah, I like Malik. Good, good. Hmm. You got anybody, Don? I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I mean, like uh the, the guy that keeps coming up in my brain uh, and maybe it, this may be a bit dated, but Luke and Bob Mute, just, I just love de- just defensive stalwarts. Like just guys that just are an absolute pest. Wouldn't say he's necessarily young, but he'd definitely be cheap. Yeah. Like he's, <laughs> yeah, like he's been, a, he's been around a while. Um, I'm trying to think uh, off the top of my head, I'm looking up like defensive, you know, defensive ratings of certain guys. And, you know, I'm trying to quickly look up <laughs> people just to give me like some ideas, but uh yeah, that's that. That's all. All I got. Maybe maybe Grayson Allen. Like he seems to be a guy that just like is like just a pain in the ass and just like finds a way of pestering people. And like that's just one of those young guys that you know he's already gone to two teams. But I feel like just one of those people that you you hate on the other team. But like because that's some, that's something that we don't really have. We don't have like our you know Sala, <laughs> our our Sala. Yeah, we don't have the the guy that's gonna just make playing basketball worse for the other team. We don't have someone else that's going to piss off the other fan base just yet. We have a bunch of nice people. So yeah. like we need we need just one wild card guy. We need one crazy guy. I think that's what we're really missing. Like <laughs> one one yeah. Deshaun Stevenson. We need our Deshaun Stevenson is exactly our what I'm saying. Our twenty twenty our uh Zoomer. Who is who is the who is the Zoomer Deshaun Stevenson? Like right now in the league? Uh, yeah, like like Bruce Brown. Bruce Brown. Uh, <laughs> oh 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 uh, what's his name ferguson i think he's on okc terrence uh, ferguson? No, yeah, terrence. Baby. yeah i know <laughs> just trying to think of three and d what kind of wings but yeah yeah i, I got see. i got nothing <laughs> all right good question see. we already right. have dodo that's true, true. Like, yeah. he's the best one out of all those guys yeah, yeah exactly yeah. so let's see now uh our friend grace asked a WNBA, WNBA question actually okay so grace asks with sabrina out 
is Satu Oshuin for Rookie of the Year, or are we thinking maybe someone like Kennedy Carter can make a run for it? Um, so I've been watching a lot of Wings uh, recently, obviously, just because it's really cool to kind of see the, uh, them play. But um, I definitely like Satu. Like, it sucks that uh, Sabrina Nescu like, got hurt because it seemed like a lot of people were really excited for her to come to the league, and she probably was going to be shooting for Rookie of the Year. Um, but I think Saito has a really good – she has a really good uh, opportunity to kind of snatch that up. Um, Candy Carter is also really good, even though uh, we played against her yesterday with the Wings, and she uh, got locked up defensively, so um, did not have a good game yesterday. Mm-hmm. But um, I think with uh, with Sabrina, it could be anybody's uh, – it could be anybody's uh, rookie of the year this year, especially because, again, there are so many rookies coming in, and there are like you know, a lot of more girls are getting more opportunities to play. So, good question. Good question, Grace. Sabrina, Sabrina going out was such a kick in the ass. It was just like yeah, add it to the list of twenty twenty because it was going to be so perfect watching her play, especially oh, knowing her relationship with Kobe and that family and yeah. Gigi. Mm-hmm. It was just like perfect. Like, like I, was, yeah. I was pumped to watch her all year, and then just. You yeah. know, throw it on the pile. But, yeah, speedy yeah. recovery recovery to her. And, yeah, I hope Satu wins it. Yeah, Satu's like my number my pick to win it now. So, yep. All right, let's see. Uh, Rutuj, our friend Rutuj asks. What's up, Rutuj? Um, I know, man. What's up? So, um, he asked, if we are to face the Clippers in the playoffs, do you think MKG gets get, uh, plays some minutes, especially in the third or when we need stops? Um, Luca and KP are going to do the majority of the scoring anyways. Might as well play MKG for a few minutes to alleviate the defensive load on uh, DFS. I mean, theoretically, yes, that that would make sense. I feel like I don't know, man. I just haven't seen it from MKG this season, and I mean, it's there's probably a reason we got him for cheap. Uh, I trust DFS so much more, and it's not just recency bias of his awesome game. It's just I, you know, the, it's not just his scoring ability. It's the quickness that he is just. I don't know. There's something about MKG just seems sluggish on the court and I want him to do really well. Apparently he is really good defensively, statistically speaking, but I didn't see him really make the disruptions that uh, I'm seeing from Maxi and Dorian. So those are probably going to be the two that end up getting the most minutes or at the very least the first people to foul out. Um, that would be my, my prediction. So he had a he had two rebounds in four minutes yesterday. So you do that per forty eight math and get back to me. But especially <laughs> especially uh, yeah, especially against the Clippers, I have I usually have no idea which way Rick's going to go with his rotations against the Clippers. I guess we really don't know because he decides to start someone at center and then only play him like six minutes and sit him, and then you don't see him for the rest of the game with Boban on Thursday. But right, I, in theory, you can see bodies like. Kid Gilchrist and Boban being useful against the Clippers, but you know, it's that throw your hands up emoji. Just who knows? Who knows who's going to get run in this thing? Brave, anything there? Well, so I'll add to that. If we're going to do per forty-eight, uh, he did have one turnover in that, so that would be <laughs> that would be added on uh, to the well, forty turnovers. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I'm doing this correctly. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, I think, you know, you probably should throw out MKG a little bit out there more. Um, I have seen some, like, really – like, he does not – he's not an offensive threat at all. But, you know, I have seen him, like, actually do really well on defense. And 
just like kind of just bug the shit out of like his defend out of his opponents stuff like oh that. i want him to be deshaun stevenson yeah. i just i haven't seen yeah. that same it's more it's less of a skill thing that i'm seeing just more of just like a energy and effort uh, like if you remember 2011 Corey brewer was just like this huge spark and was just not like you could just see him just like a gnat just annoying anyone that had the ball and like i'm not saying he had the greatest position but man he was just everywhere and he was in the right spot in the right time and i'm just that's just not what i'm seeing from mkg just yet it's still like he's still only been with the team what a week or two like he he was one of the last additions to the team yeah um since the bubble started cool wins free agency god tomorrow i don't know yeah everything (laughs) everything's like so sped up it's uh, October nineteenth. Is it? Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for but knowing was, that. It was we, rhetorical. Oh, was it? Oh, I was actually no. I was like, how does he not know? Walk. <laughs> All right. Next question Maxim. comes from. Next question comes from Jennifer. Jennifer asks, "Do you think last night's win, so the win against the, uh, against the Bucks, uh, will keep the momentum going for the games ahead? And what do we need to do to win the playoffs?" Um. So yeah, I think momentum's a real thing. You know, I can't prove it quite yet, but you know, no, prove, prove momentum, Ruben. I think you know, I I got a good crunch of data, but uh, <laughs> you know, I think momentum is a real thing, and I think that um, yeah, like I think the, I think a win like that against the damn MVP, you know, and oh, yeah. probably you know finals appearance, you know, Bucks is gonna be you know paramount for us like in the next couple games. Um, as for what we need to do to win the playoffs. We need a prayer. We need a meteorite. We need just, I don't know. Like, it's, um, I think we could take a few games, obviously, depending on who we play. Like, it's not all, like, it's not, I don't think we're going to get four out swept, but, you know, I just think, like, things have to go absolutely right. We're just, everybody's hitting their shots. Um, what people are. Somehow, somehow we're good on defense. <laughs> like, you know. Totally. I so. Sorry to add, uh, jump on you there, but the, you... what people are not, uh, taking into consideration is how little playoff experience Kristaps has. If I'm not mistaken, he's had none. <laughs> like, I don't know if he's actually <laughs> no, dude. into the playoffs because, I mean, the Knicks haven't smelled the postseason since, what, Ewing? Um, I'm kidding. Carmelo. I know. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember the Carmelo. God, the empty stat seasons of Amari Stoudemire. Cool. Well, the, it's the Lens the Lin Sanity slander, man. Uh, who? Jeremy, oh, wait, the, the guy, the guy that, the guy that's crying about not being in the league anymore. That guy. All right, cool. Anyways, so uh, the, I don't know, it's something about oh, public crying. It's the Grant's worst. Like shaking his head. Man, you <laughs> fucked up with that right uh, there. No, absolutely not. So, regardless, what I'm getting at, Kristaps has not been in the playoffs yet. So I want to see playoff Kristaps. Like, and that might be ugly. That might be him not understanding that next level of taking things over. You know, and Luca, I think, has already had some, like, he's had at least, like, European playoff experience. I know it's not quite the same thing, but, like, he has been in as far as, like, that seeing the same team four times in a row kind of mentality. Like, I think he's got that in him. I'm less worried about Luca than I am just, like, can Kristaps produce 
at that same le- or that next intensity level that you need for the playoff wins and that next level of focus i'm not saying he doesn't have it i just like that's what i'm most looking forward to and even if it's five games of that or six games or 10 games of that experience it's going to be so crucial for us down the line i'm just excited to see mavericks playoff basketball in general and and have some hope like you know as much as I want them to sweep the Clippers like the 2011 Lakers, um, I, uh, I'm i not putting my money on it. <laughs> yeah, I think mom- momentum's a pretty fickle thing, so I think more valuable than that, especially last night and to a lesser extent against the Kings this week, was just getting those reps in when you're down with three, four, five minutes left and kind of turning the worm here as far as crunch time goes because we got the first – 40 minutes of games figured out it feels like except for third quarters occasionally but just those last six minutes finally actually coming back on teams and then doing it to the number one defense last night like getting those reps in especially offensively and then getting some stops I think that's more valuable than any like quote-unquote momentum you can gain gain from it cool. Good you call. got anything to add there uh Grant oh no oh momentum is a lie <laughs> momentum is cake oh my god wow. it's all cake no, uh, I, think, <laughs> I think um i mean yeah it's 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 like you said it depends on who we play uh i don't really see us winning a series against either the nuggets or the clippers just because they're both so good and i mean if we play the clippers sure we can stop Kawhi and paul george from getting over 30 but if you can't stop zubak and Mike Jermichael Green and Marcus Morris from, you know, going 19 of 21, then you don't – I don't think momentum can really exist for you. Good call. Yeah, their bench does – like, I didn't realize how much depth the Clippers had. And yeah, it's just, until you saw it, you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because <laughs> we, all, we all just hear about Kawhi and PG. You're like, oh, shit, okay, cool. And then it's like, oh, wait, actually, now they have – Pat Bev, they have Jermichael Green, like they have yeah, like these look, guys who just know their roles. Know well, do, and like so. Zubov, like Zubov didn't miss a shot, if I'm not mistaken, or he missed one. 10. Yeah, 10 for 10, yeah. was 10, 10 for 10. 10. It's just like, Jesus, I'll take, yeah. And a combined distance of five feet on those 10 shots. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no kidding. Yeah. Anyway. So, so you're saying maybe if we had someone down low to like stop that, maybe we could, you know, he This question's coming up. Shot. This question's coming up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> hey guys, just wanted to remind you that Bet Online has simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC happening live every day for our devout gamblers to check out. Bet Online also offers hundreds of live casino games, poker tournaments, and the best props in the business. Visit betonline.ag on your computer or mobile device and join now to receive your welcome bonus. Betonline.ag, your online wagering experts. Hey men, Start taking notes because Manscaped accidents are finally a thing of the past. The Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 has been beautifully designed to reduce those painful nicks and tugs. The battery will last up to 90 minutes and the water resistant technology allows you to even shave in the shower. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Jedi Master Shea asks, what's y'all's routine for making your favorite sandwich? Like what order? Ooh. Bread, then peanut butter, then jam, or one slice first, then the next? You're being very presumptuous that PB&J is my favorite sandwich. Well, okay. So my favorite sandwich is peanut butter, banana, and honey um, on wheat bread. Classic. <laughs> and uh, so I make it. I usually um, like I usually like spread out the uh, the peanut butter on one side, 
mm-hmm. um, put the cut up cut up the uh, banana, put it on then, and then put on like just drizzle a shit ton of honey, sure, and then uh, make the sandwich that way. So that's why I do mine. But can I do a weird flex here? Absolutely. So I cook a whole bunch. It's actually it's like kind of my thing. It's my meditation. I yeah, if you if you fun. follow his Instagram, like every night, it's like oh yeah. Please. This yeah, goddamn cuisine. <laughs> so my most recent masterpiece was me uh, tenderizing a chicken breast, pan searing it um, with a kind of what was it like a hoisin sauce glaze kind of thing. So it was basically like a Korean barbecue kind of taste to Ooh. it with uh, a sriracha broccoli slaw, uh, spinach, some uh, mashed avocado on top of Dave's killer bread. That's the next upgrade. If you're wanting to up your bread game, Dave's killer bread. Um, it is so goddamn good. It is better than any other uh, seed, sprouted seed, whatever the hell. Doesn't matter. Dave's Killer Bread, they, they kill it. So, nice. Beth. Oh, yep, preach. <laughs> uh, anyways. <laughs> okay, what about you guys? <laughs> uh, mine would be drink a little bit, go to the pool, drink some more. <laughs> and what I'm. <laughs> When I'm tipsy, fire up DoorDash and see what uh, Jersey Mike's is talking about. <laughs> Good call. Jersey Mike's, if you're listening, we could always use a sponsor. So. Yeah. Jersey yeah. Mi- I'll take some Jersey Mike's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Grant, did you have anything? I don't even know if you had anything to add. Um, Picky ass eater. <laughs> yeah, I don't really. I vouch for that bread. That bread is insane. But uh, life is like a sandwich. No matter which way you flip it, the bread comes first. So, you know. <laughs> Weirdly poetic. Holy <laughs> All right. Let's move on. God damn you. I, I think I have to respect Grant now. <laughs> I know. I know. Okay. It costs $26 million to respect me next year. <laughs> Every goddamn recording, guys. Okay. <laughs> Okay, next question comes from uh, Shend, Shen, Shenj. Um, they ask, uh, can we get Jokic for Porzingis? Uh, probably no. not. Yeah. No, no, no. Nor do no. I want to. <laughs> so, no. He's no. seven foot three and he's Clay Thompson. You want him. Like, Jokic is great, but you want the seven foot three Clay Thompson, I promise. All right, let's move on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was a quick one. See, I told, I told you we have some quick ones there. Okay. Um, John asks, what are the alcoholic drink equivalents to any five Mavs that we have? Oh, man. Okay, let's see. Kleber is a Pilsner, no question. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Or, a, or a good Bach, because he's, yeah, like, he's got the good he's, – he's now tan, so, yeah, he'd be a good yeah, yeah. Uh, good German It could Bach. be any alcoholic. It could be any alcohol, so that, including our bartender over here, if he knows any. Like, sure. Uh, good uh, equivalent. say, Luca – Y'all aren't gonna like this, but Luke is a def- definitely a seltzer because he's taken over the world in the past few years. And he's <laughs> okay. as hell. Lu- Luca is the white claw of basketball. Oh shit! Yeah. No laws with white claw. Yeah, no laws white claw. With- y'all are listening? Uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, we could also use a sponsor. Um. <laughs> um, yeah, I think Luca. I think got Luca Cleaver down. Uh, Porzingis, do Porzingis. Let's see. Um, what's something oh, that? Uh, he would be like, he'd be like one of those weird hundred calorie IPAs because he's really he's really light, but he has some hops. Okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. And they hit he hit hard he hits hard when he needs to. So. Dude, that IPAs that fucking that fucking alley oop from uh, yeah, Burke dude, to awesome. Lot. Oh my god, I I felt bad. I was just screaming. 
efficiency apartment. So that's three. Those are three, 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 uh, three guys. Who three guys. Yeah. We'll be, uh, let's see. Uh, Dor- uh, Dorian Finney-Smith, uh, straight cognac. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Um, All right. And uh, Rick Carlisle is, uh, I don't know, probably apple spritzer. I don't know what he would. No, Rick Carlisle is definitely like. Miller yeah. Light, Natty Light. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah. He wears he New Balances, bro. Yes, yeah, it's, it's grass stained New Balances and a Miller Light on a porch. Rick Carlisle. Tim Hardaway Jr. is Coors Light because he's not as strong as the original, but he gets the job done when you need it. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's. A... Oh, that was awesome. Good question, John. Is anybody else like kind of deceived whatever Tim Hardaway talks? Because he's got that intense beard and he's got this. He really does. Fucking intense look. And he's like, "Hey guys, how y'all doing?" Like he's just got like <laughs> the like most. Yeah, we just got to go with that. Do hundred ten percent, man. It's great. Like, our <laughs> right, next question comes from Tyler Adams. Tyler asks, "Do the Mavs have a wing outside Dorian Finney-Smith and Timmy Tomari Jr. you trust to play in a play, trust to play playoff minutes?" He considers Seth a guard, which I do too. So yeah, I'd say Seth. Uh, let's see, other wing, uh, Maxi. Maxi, Maxi's yeah, a weird tweener. He's like a s- stretch wing. Other than Maxi, no. God. Yeah. Yeah, not MKG. I know MKG was like, I think someone responded to MKG, and I was like, I don't know, dude. Like, yeah, I mean, like, are we going to call Justin Jackson? No. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I want to see – granted, Justin Jackson was plus 13 last, last time. He had the, had the best plus minus. Plus 13? <laughs> plus yeah, 13. Bro. Yes, dude. <laughs> if you uh, actually yeah, want to see was... some, some pretty ridiculous plus minus stuff was the Clippers game. I have to – sorry, this is off topic, but it is very funny. Where are you? You are here. So Paul George was plus 17, Marcus Morris plus 20, Landry Shamit plus 22, which is the same as Kawhi. The Mavericks <laughs> were uh, minus 24, minus 19, minus 21. <laughs> God. Uh, numbers. Anyway, sorry. Back to questions, I guess. Okay. There's uh, a, a wing I trust in a playoff game. I was going to say drew holiday but then i remember i woke up this morning and was no longer in my dream from last night so (laughs) that's unfortunate all right let's see next question comes from lane our good friend lane hi lane lane asks if the mavs had a DD group what classes do you think everyone would run so does anyone here play DD at all (laughs) i have played some DD. uh luke is easily a mage um he okay. yeah there's just he creates magic he makes everybody better he's uh so he would definitely have like plus three charisma plus four uh you know i don't know intelligent saving throw i don't remember everything i've i've played it once uh Kristoff's probably a barbarian of some sort he's just a guy that goes in there gets it you know okay um i would say bobon is an ent uh, just because he looks like one of the tree people from Lord of the Rings. I know I'm blending my references here, but... That's fine. Yes. Uh, let's see. I mean, JJ's a dwarf just because it's an easy short joke. That's uh, simple. There you go. I was gonna. I was going to say JJ's been a DND coach's decision this entire bubble. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking asshole. <laughs> D&D all all coach. 13 of his bubble minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, I think uh, I'm looking at the I'm looking at a list right now. I think uh, 
Maxi, basically anybody, anybody who came in as a uh, as an undraft as an undrafted uh, player uh, could be a rogue. Since they use stealth and trickery to overcome obstacles and enemies. That sounds like that sounds like Delon Wright to me. Yeah, that sounds like you know he uh, he gets the basket sometimes. I don't know how he does it, but there was he had a sweet like Euro step layup earlier. Oh, yeah. I was just God, it's just fucking smooth. I'm like that's that's the Delon I want to see. Cool. Do you want to answer any other ones? Let's see any, any other of these uh, player cops. I, I have exhausted my D and D knowledge. Yeah, uh, I don't know. And, I hope they. Do, I, I hope they roll a critical twenty on in the playoffs. That's what I want. God. All right. Let's see. Let's move on then. Let's see. Um, Tyler Rowe asks, "What do y'all think of all the people that still refuse to believe the greatness of Luca? <laughs> I think they're um, very delusional, and I want to get paid like them to spew dumb shit like that." Well, I mean, Hawks fans don't get paid much. Neither do I Knicks mean, fans. That, was that so. that Ben? Was that Ben since? Sonar guy or whatever his name is. No idea. Yeah, mispronounce his name because it's not worth it. I have no idea. But anyway, <laughs> he uh he had something where it was like, ah, oh, Luca was really good, but you know, Trey's still better. And I was like, bro, I wish I could get paid to do what you're doing. <laughs> Trey is better, dude. Shit, dude. Just listen. Trey Burke, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> the better Trey. Like, I don't know, bro. Like, I I just think like you know, let them believe their lies and then they'll be exposed later, I guess. Very, uh, you know, Instagram uh, vague, you know, little comment think, there from I think me. the argument <laughs> should be over with Trey's hairline. Jesus. Just like, are you, what are you trying to do? Is it a fro? Oh, Is it curly? God. It's it's just patch. I don't know. <laughs> hairline make, wins it. He's trying to make shirtless R&B TikToks that are really <laughs> fucking awkward. God, man. <laughs> Him in like high school, where the hell that's from, dude. I, I think any <laughs> any basketball player that's just like I need to really invest some time in TikTok. It's just like I'm out. I'm a, I, I can't. Uh, let's see. Next question comes from NBA discussion. Okay, that's a cool name. Nice. Um, they ask. I love this question. On a hike, would you start by going uphill or downhill? Tim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uphill until I found the bear den. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uphill. Until I found jo- until I found John ja Morant and Triple J waiting for me to top them out. At least it wasn't uh, Valanciunas. Yeah, Jeez, Valanciunas. I wouldn't I wouldn't be around to talk to you. Right <laughs> yeah, I think you go uphill, right? That's how hikes start usually. Yeah, yeah. It's it's weird if you start the hike on top of the mountain already. Like yeah, going down. <laughs> I could start like a trek. I live down. here. <laughs> All right, let's see. That's a good question. That's a fun question. Um, Sammy asks, okay, this might be for, this might be for Don and uh, Grant so they know basketball better than any of us in this room. Sorry, That's very kind for you to say. Um, <laughs> so, what are our defensive schemes and focuses? He says, mm-hmm. I don't see a strategy, to be honest. <laughs> you nailed it. You fucking nailed it. You got it in one, you, you, bud. Yeah, I don't even have to tell you. You know the answer. I, I would say matchup zone, but I mean – doesn't seem to matter, really. Yeah, like, at all. Uh, let's see. Olay. Olay, uh, Olay defense. I think, think it's a specter defense. It's just the, just the idea. The facade defense. 
Speaking um, of Olay, do you remember when they were trying to make the like Luca Matador thing a thing last year and it never caught on because everybody was just mad about that? Yeah, there's so well, it's just like you have like already a pretty like I mean you could call him Luca Skywalker, you could call him Cool Hand Luca. There's yeah. so many cool things that you can do with his name. There's no reason to force the Matador in there. It's yeah. like come on, man, this has got a cool name already. It just implies that he makes people go. You know, he's not very good on defense, which I mean he's not the best yet, but. You know. Right. I don't yeah. know. Luca the Donchich, like, yeah. go Godfather with it. Yeah, it's not, I don't know. So our, defensive, our defensive team is being about as focused as uh, we have been to answering this question. <laughs> Sidetracked. Side just scrambling. Yeah. I mean, yeah. our, to me, our defensive scheme is just to be, off, be in the offense all the time. Which is what <laughs> we do. We're offensive. Let's do it. Do. All right. All right, let's see. Next question comes from – actually – so Saib, Saib asked two, like, not really question, more things to discuss. So okay. first thing he wanted to discuss was, um, you know, uh, he says, I think their play has been very dependent on the level of competition, like playing down versus bad versus playing up versus good teams. Clutch problems are real, but, some, but, but just something else uh, he's noticed. Uh, maybe playing the Clippers won't be so bad as we think. I mean it- – any experience is good experience. So if they're playing, I mean, I, I find value in them getting beat up by a better team. I think there's value in them winning as well, as far as like doing the confident, you know, beating the Kings is still better than losing to the Kings, but at least you can find some silver lining and be in a young team being yeah. beaten by a better team because at the very least, you know, no one's expecting championship this year, but it's still something we root for and want to see happen. So uh, I'm all for, uh, I've read this great thing about uh, there, there was a lot of people in Texas that decided to basically redshirt their kid uh, in, uh, in school. So basically they would uh, hold them back a year um, to go into public school. And their idea behind it was basically they would just be physically larger than their other kids and like basically be, uh, okay. more physically yeah. prepared for like, and basically just dominate in their sports, um, which is like this weird, like, and what's interesting, basically the article showed that it was not beneficial to the kid long-term. They were basically just uh, how I call it uh, king shit of Dick Mountain. And basically like just you're owning a lesser competition doesn't help you. Like basically if you want to be pushed for greatness, you need to surround yourself with people that challenge you and that are better than you. Uh, And that's just kind of my mentality that uh, just beating up, like I have no joy in blowing out the Atlanta Hawks for 20 points. Um, I'm kidding. I absolutely do. Uh, But uh, I think there's a difference between blowing out a bad team like the Atlanta Hawks than winning against a or losing against a good team like the Clippers. Cool. Anything uh, anything to add, guys? I think you nailed it. Thanks. Cool. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yeah, uh, no, Don nailed it with the whole uh, you gotta you gotta beat someone or you gotta go against someone who's better at your level if you ever want to get better. Get better. Yeah. Okay. So so I've had another one, but I'm actually gonna combine it with another question we got from Rim Talk Pod. So cool. Um. So Rim Talk Pod said, uh, should Luca have should Luca have been in the running for MVP, not MIP? And Cyber's kind of asking the same thing where it's, you know, he thinks he's too good, probably mm-hmm. too good to be considered for MIP, like already. I just think it's interesting because, like, he averaged 20 points a game and got rookie of the year. I don't see where, like, 
it's not like so i always thought of most improved player was like hey you've been on a rut and you've corrected it like like how, how what was it oladipo looked like he was like a fringe starter bench player when he was at okc then he goes to indiana and he's a fucking star you know that to me is where i think of most improved player rather than luca just went from really good to now he's very very good like i don't think that is like the most improved player i i mean like he's proven to be this dominant player at his position uh, i think i think part of this is just as west coast or i'm sorry west conference bias like he's just having to play against these amazing players with Kawhi, paul george and lebron and just as opposed to if i feel like if we were in the eastern conference i don't think it would be a question like i think we you just be a front runner yeah, like I, you know, I, I again, I said yesterday like, on Twitter, like I'll take that MIP thing, like it's whatever, like sure. you know, I really wanted to be for, I really wanted to have, you know, go for the MVP, but uh, I mean, I don't make the votes, like I don't really like, to, and even to Luca, like I could tell it doesn't matter to him because he even said yesterday to to Townsend, you know, give it to Devonte Grant, or, you know, Devonte, you know, out in uh, yeah, in, uh, what do you call it, uh, Charlotte, Charlotte. Yeah, the fuck out this year absolutely Um, well that's that's i feel like that it should be a way of acknowledging players that would have normally not gotten that acknowledgement and i think kind like putting it on luca is not a waste obviously but i just think like there's players that that would better serve and for their brand and for the league it makes more sense because luca's already a star we already tune in to watch his games let's put it towards i don't know Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram. Perfect mm-hmm. example. Yeah, yeah. Like so here's a guy, here's yeah, a guy that was one. withering yeah. away in Laker, Lakerdom. And now he's a damn good scorer. And he's, I'm, I think he's a more productive player than Zion right now. Oh, easily. Yeah. Yeah. Luca, Luca definitely got included in that group just because they didn't include him in the final uh, group for MVP. Good call. But yeah, my vote is the same as Lucas because in Devontae Graham, you got a guy that was averaging like four and two last year, and now he's damn near putting up 20 and eight. Like, yeah, that's yeah, insane. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's MIP is one of the more narrative based awards. So it's yes. always going to, it definitely doesn't need to go to a guy, even though he is the most improved. I mean, he went from 27 and eight to 29, nine and nine. That's not what the award is. Yeah. Right. The award that's is. True guys who switched teams, guys who took on bigger roles, and that's exactly what Bam Adebayo and Devontae Graham and Brandon Ingram are. Yeah. Bam Adebayo! Exactly. <laughs> but I mean, you know... He's got my vote, but I think Brandon Ingram wins. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, if, you know, uh, if Luca wins it, I'm not going to be upset. Just like, you know, totally. I'll still be an asshole on Twitter about it, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, if he does win, we'll just be like, oh, nice. Just cool. Yeah, along cool. with the rest oh, of the hardware. Yeah. I know, just throw, <laughs> Back throw in the pile. pile. <laughs> All right, let's see. Next question comes from Josh. <laughs> this is for you guys. Uh, why does Carlisle hate playing Boban? He's good. tall. He's good. No, I'm playing. <laughs> he's, uh, he's, uh, he's too good, yeah. He's know. too good. The league shut down last time we had to get a big game. Yeah, so, yeah. He, yeah he, he's mitigating uh, risk. <laughs> he's just like, listen, no. we can't shut down the bubble. Like, we can't no, but, go nuclear. But really, like, I think... I, I think I don't know. Like I, I feel like they're almost worried about him. Like, you know, you know, getting hurt or something like that. Because he's a big dude. Like he's a massive. Like, 
seven four, like three hundred plus pounds. Like he's a big dude. Yeah. I think it's just kind yeah. of his style of play is yeah. what he is great at is just not what the league's doing right now, and it yeah. and it, it it just makes everything makes the offense just halt to a, a glacial pace. Sorry, I could not say those words. Um, that's the whole offense slows down. He's a fantastic post player. He's got remarkable touch, but it's like, I, I don't like that. He is basically in the rotation. Basically like if Boban's playing, we're usually blowing somebody out. Usually. yeah. I don't, uh, I don't want to say he's a gimmick, but just like, if you're going to run this offense the way it is, which is getting up and down the court and like being efficient and driving and slashing and kicking out, you just can't have him there that much. So I'd say like, he's almost like the change up when you're uh, pretty much just heavily dependent on your fastball, like good call. So just play him in those spots where you just need to throw some, someone else at yeah. something else, like a whole nother look at another team just to confuse him for a bit. But yeah. yeah, also like just bodies that big and frames like that are just not built historically for heavy minutes either. Yeah. So, you know, you can't have anything to add. Okay. He shook his head. He's we're on the camera, but, uh, <laughs> All right. Next question comes from Doyle McPoyle. That's a fucking cool. Yo! Doyle McPoyle. So he asks, why is Lucas so good? Weren't other players as good? <laughs> and free Bobon. That's not a question, more of a more of a plea. <laughs> um why is Lucas plea. so good? Why is Lucas so good? Just because man he makes everybody he's better. Horrible. He's a goddamn like, mage. Uh, yeah. he, to reference your McPoyle reference, he uh, he drinks a lot of milk. Yeah, he drinks the most milk. Room temperature milk. Ugh. You got no, now, now I just had to picture Lucas standing next to the McPoyle brothers, and it fits way too well. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> McPoyle great. rules. I know that's not the reference. Yeah. So he said yeah, O'Doyle just... McPoyle, so O'Doyle rules. That's it is Ado- the <laughs> oh okay. So despite my best efforts, I was correct. <laughs> But yeah, you know, I mean, you know, just uh, he's just really damn good from a really young age and just been doing it. So, all right, let's see. Next question comes from Renegade Jim. Uh, <laughs> this might be for uh, for our friend Tim over here, uh, NCAA. But uh, talk me out of a Mavs national championship. Uh, there's a lot of really good teams that have better depth than us and more experience in the playoffs. That's about it. I mean, just it's a yeah. Listen, he's talking about the Mavs, na- the Mavs national championship. Mavs national championship, which is a, which so, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I don't know what any of this. I don't know what any of this is. So I, I don't so know. So the Mavs, the Mavs, I think would actually. So let's say instead of the uh, oh, we were to put bubble, them in the NCAA. Oh, okay. yeah. If we were to, put, if we were to put them in a 64, <laughs> 64 team, or since it's the NBA, let's say let's say the bubble was a 16 team single single elimination tournament the maps maps could absolutely get hot enough from three sure. for four rounds to uh like i could see seth curry shooting like 80 percent from three over the like a four or five game stretch however many rounds that over would be. future accountants yeah <laughs> 16 8 4 2 yeah so four rounds um yeah, the Mavs are the kind of team that could get hot enough on offense. Like, we've seen teams in the NCAA tournament just shoot the lights out and, like, a four seed makes the final four. So, that would be the Mavs' path to a national championship. And they have a guy who, uh, despite what certain people say, would not be averaging four points in the NCAA, but would probably drop, like, 50, 20, and 25 a night 
against college players. So I, I will say Justin Jackson was really good in the Final Four. So I mean, you know, maybe <laughs> you know Justin maybe Jackson was really good. I remember. Yeah, that. I was Trey, like, he was didn't watch that. Yeah, Trey Burke lit up a couple tournaments. That's we true. Got, Tim Hardaway Jr. We got some. Yeah, we had Dylan Brunson's guys? a champion. You know, like sure. Oh yeah, yeah. Players. We actually got ourselves a pretty damn good collegiate yeah. basketball yeah. team. I don't know we anything got, about. We got a goddamn NCAA Player of the Year that's not with a team right now. And exactly, Brunson. exactly. I don't know anything about college basketball, but even I know that Trey Burke and uh, Tim Hardaway played together on Michigan. Good call. Yeah. Good, good call. God, I just don't know <laughs> enough about college. All right, let's see. Me Next neither, question. That's why I dropped out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's sad. Anyway, okay. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's go to the next question. Um, next question. I dropped out. I still got more followers than you. Wait, what? Hey! Oh, oh, oh. Not for long though. Anyway, <laughs> okay. Our next our next question comes from Jason. Um, honestly, he honestly doesn't understand why the Mavs have so much trouble defending from three. So, do you think it's a scheme thing, talent thing, or just flat aren't smart enough to to defend the three? Uh, I got this one. It's because we have no one to defend the three. Like, no one equipped enough to... We have do. two guys that can defend the three, and uh, we ask them to do literally everything else, so it, they kind of get lost sometimes. That's fair. Cool. Next question, guys? I mean, we have a bunch of short guards, you know, unless you yeah, can't Yeah. That's about it. So, yeah, I mean, like, I think, it, you know, eventually it'll be better. Like, we'll, we'll definitely look for guys who are probably better at defending the three. <laughs> like... You know, a lot of the questions we get are usually about, like, offensive stuff. So, it's good to get a question about defense Fair enough. once in a while. So, yeah. that was good. Appreciate it, man. Um, okay. Uh, James, our good friend James asked a very important question. Oh, God. He asked, when am I getting on the podcast? <laughs> I mean, we get this probably, what, twice a day on Twitter? Yeah, dude. Uh... I, I, get, I get DMs a lot about this. So. So we'll be doing a we'll be doing a, some fan casts fairly soon. Uh, we're just trying to figure out how we're probably going to end up doing a, a two pods a week sooner than later. Yeah, and we'll be definitely adding in a, a fan interview uh, while we're doing that. So, yeah. uh, James, we will definitely hit you up, my friend. Uh, yeah, you're on the list. Believe me, you're on the list. Yes, we've we're we're making a list. We've, Checking it twice. We've lost it already. <laughs> uh, we'll make another list and we'll reach out. Yep. And so I guess any new listeners. First of all, sorry for all of this. And second, there's your PSA <laughs> that you do have a chance someday to get on. Yeah. yeah, like everybody does, dude. Everybody has a shot. Absolutely. Okay. We're very, we're very uh, socialists on this on this uh, podcast. <laughs> we um, just lost half our audience. I know, that was yeah. it, damn it. <laughs> just king, just king, king. Okay, <laughs> let's go. Uh, let's see, next question comes from Ramiro. Ramiro asks, will Luka Doncic win 15 or 20 finals MVPs? Probably fifteen. I think twenty is a little kind of cutting a little. That's a little too extreme for me. I mean, when he does play for forty years and he's MVP for you know half of them, that's about five. That's probably that all yeah. adds up. Fifteen, because you know Kristaps has to get his. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Or just like the player. weird Igudala like role player that like just tried real hard and got that MVP. Like fucking uh, Michael, you know MKG getting one. Like just, <laughs> <laughs> most, just most improved. I don't playoff. know about. I don't know about 15 or 20, but uh, just get that first one so you can say you have more than stuff. Uh, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Good. Uh, so did you one. just compare Andre Iguodala to Michael Kidd Gilchrist? <laughs> I knew it was going to make you mad, bro. <laughs> uh, I don't know. 
I, I just I couldn't think of anyone else to throw out. I should have said like Dorian Finney Smith or something. Sure, but. sure. <laughs> should have said uh, Josh Reeves. <laughs> uh, dude, I would go crazy if Antonio that ever Cleveland. God, I'd go crazy if that ever happened. Okay. Next question this. comes from Jay Monsley. Jay Monsley asks Mavs in six or Mavs in five versus the Clippers? Mavs in four versus the Clippers. Thank you. Uh, I'd, I mean, I'd, I'd say at least five or six. Yeah, if we're, if we're being realistic, it's probably five or six, but yeah, four. I'll say four. <laughs> cool. Okay. Uh, Mavs in one because I'm uh, purposely going to contract COVID and go to the bubble and stay on the floor <laughs> wherever the Clippers are staying. <laughs> Biological warfare here from us at the end yes. of the bells. I, we uh, might be on a list now if we, when we when we upload this. Do the Jesus and Mero do the Jesus and Mero thing allegedly, 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 allegedly. 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 <laughs> patent pending. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Next question comes from Stevie Wonder. Oh, nice. That's awesome. Um, he asks, Word. are the Mavericks a clutch time juggernaut now? I mean, they've well, gone, you know, the last two I, games. I mean, hey, the last... hey, man, two for, you know, two out of four, 50%, yeah. I'll take it. Yeah, I mean, I won't say juggernaut yet, but uh, they're getting there, man. I can, see the, I can see the wheels turning in a positive direction, you know. Yeah, we're heading the right way. So, you know, it's maybe not this year, but I think next year we might be – yeah, Killing it's it. gonna take. It's gonna take a year, two, three. Sometimes it takes teams five years to just get in your ass kicked by teams like the Clippers in crunch time before you finally learn. And that doesn't mean you suck. That just means other teams are like the Kawhis of the world are just better at this than you because they've been doing it longer. So just well, keep the, keep getting your reps in. That's the thing. Is just like every great championship team. Prior to that, they, they did exactly what Tim said, was they got their ass kicked by, like, this rival team. Like, there's, like, definitely, like, a, you know, you have to earn your way up to this, you know, whether it was the Celtics kicking the shit out of the Pistons uh, in the early 90s or the Pistons beating the shit out of Chicago uh, or... The Spurs kicking the shit out of Dirk. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. Damian like... Lillard's girlfriend's kicking the shit out of Paul George. Oh, my God. <laughs> 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 Uh, there Jesus. was no, there was no PG thirteen about that. It was R rated. <laughs> no, this is so bad, dude. Filthy. <laughs> I All actually right. got the names reversed. It was supposed to be oh, Paul you? Jordan's oh, girlfriend, Damian Lillard. Oh. Yeah. Oh. You're a fact checker, dude. What the hell? Well, uh, fact check Paul Jordan. Never mind. I let y'all do your own research on uh, Paul Jordan and his girlfriends. Uh, no, I, 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 yeah. We're now the yeah, dating was... pod for. Uh, I know for Paul George. <laughs> TMZ, but for Mavs, or just NBA. The NBA, is, <laughs> the NBA should change its name. We got the G League and the TMZ League. <laughs> That's good. Huh. You won't believe how many girlfriends Paul George has. <laughs> Coming up next. All right, let's see. Oh, next God. question comes from oh, Mavs Film Room. Mavs Film Room asks, Luka Doncic, and that's it. Luka. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Good. Perfect. See. All right. Next question. Next question comes from a Jacob. It's not really a question. It's more just um, he says, honestly, you probably are, will already just talk about how amazing Dorian was tonight. Yep. Uh, we couldn't have won without him, which is true. You know? Good call. Couldn't have done it. Like, he fucking balled out when we needed it. He was hitting threes like, a, like he was fucking South Curry out there. So, to, quote, uh, to quote Luka Doncic, Dorian Finney-Smith. Yeah. Like, you know, just, <laughs> yeah. just killed it, you know? <laughs> I think it was – and for him, it was one of those games with the career high in scoring where, like, if you just keep doing everything else, like all the hustle and effort things, right, 
stuff like swarming is going to come. Like eventually you'll find yourself in the right place at the right time and put enough, put yourself in enough good situations, just a hundred percent off of effort that like you'll be, you'll have your time to shine in the box score. Dude, that is a very Rick Carlo answer. <laughs> that just sounds well, like a we, Rick Carlo like soundbite. <laughs> well, then that means uh, half of our followers are going to want me fired from the pod. Like uh, yeah, I mean they might. I'll find out. I, I take I take info from everybody. Get your grass day <laughs> New Balances and get out of here. Damn it! I said I, I said I take I take info for everybody on Twitter. Don't but, you got uh, a tea see. time or something? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I got my Lake Dad sevens on right now. Wow. Okay. Don't you so have a fridge question, to fix? Yeah. So last question comes from actually the first person we answered a question from. Um, Ghostface Drill one asks one more. I think it's because after the game, <laughs> how did Luca make that pass with such huge balls? Dude, I don't know, man. Yeah, I'm surprised he didn't hit his dick on the way. <laughs> seriously, dude. God, I just I can't get. I, I've been I literally like. Oh. I told people I was going. Back, I got tweeted out my good morning text. And I was like, okay, I'm going back to bed. And like, literally, I just sat. I like laid there and just like just watched the highlight for like dude. 30 minutes. Real quick, Luca didn't hit his balls because he left him in the locker room after seeing what happened to Giannis in the first half. <laughs> oh, Jesus, dude. Uh, right in the clavers. Well, we had some really good tweets about that from, from us for the, during that. All I tweeted was like, oh, no. And everybody was like, what the fuck happened? And I was like, no, no, no. One thing bad. One thing bad for us. Like, Anna, uh, Anna DeCoomp, ow. Oh, Jesus. That was so bad. I felt, like I literally was like, you know, like when you're a guy and you just like, you you have that, uh, just like that versatile reaction to that. Like just seeing oh, yeah. what happened. You're like, oh, shit. Like, oh, yeah. It's like, oh, I got to spit. Yeah. Oh, that hurt. Like. <laughs> No, the worst yeah, part like, was seeing him grab his like stomach because you knew because like you know, you know, yeah, dude, you know like, oh, it's bad. Uh, you no, know it's bad if he's grabbing his stomach. As you can tell, we're all guys on this podcast. So. Uh, and I mean, like it wasn't <laughs> as if it weren't clear I, before. Uh, I don't. I didn't agree with the flagrant because I don't think it was intentional. It wasn't on intentional, part, bro, but, but like when the ref when the ref said like yeah that's a flagrant I was just nodded my head I'm like we're we're all on the same team here that like <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna fight that that much. I know that pain. The craziest part of flagrant pain. The craziest part about that is right the next possession, uh, Giannis literally like made it his point to lock uh, Kleba down. He got the rebound. I don't know if he got the rebound, but he he started taking it one coast to the other, and he made sure Maxi was in front of him the entire time, all the way down, and then he dunked all over him. Oh, right hashtag this league. Right when he dunked on him, he looked him right in the face. Like he got right up in his face. So I don't know. I think they were they were going at it a little bit before that too. So I, I don't know if it was a I don't know if it was a hundred percent unintentional. Balls in his court now. And then he's shooting shooting air balls after the air got let out of his balls. Uh, uh, things be, are getting real testing between these two guys. Yeah, it's gonna be really, oh, it's gonna be really good trying to pick out a soundbite for our uh, for the for the preview video. For the how about this five minute stint that we're doing on testicles? I don't know. I don't know why we do this. Uh, Every week it just seems like we pick. We just we're real professionals here. And Absolutely. here's the manscaped app. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have been a good fog. Oh, damn it. Oh. <laughs> we've lost oh, all sponsorships and credibility know, here's another terrible. ball joke oh, no. uh, please don't fire us okay <laughs> all right those are all the questions we have this week so we went through all of them man that's 
fucking crazy. That was that was definitely a long haul. Uh, we appreciate every one of our listeners. Uh, thank you guys so much uh, for sending us questions. We're excited to just engage with other Mavs fans, especially when it's as exciting of a season as it is right now. Uh, thank you guys so much. Uh, thank you, Armchair, for having us be a part of your network. Hopefully still yes, after please. all this uh shout out to tim uh for uh, for calling in shout out to grant for uh checking us on our our facts and uh contributing uh and of course ruben appreciate you so much thank you so much for being on the pod uh for everybody guys this has been the hoops and hefeweizens podcast uh, i am don denham enjoy the rest of your day later guys take it easy Sweet dreams.